Hello, and welcome to episode 40 of the Metal Chat Podcast. My name is Melissa, and I'm coming to you from Boston, Massachusetts. Yes, it has been a minute since you've heard from me. A month, in fact. I've been quite busy going to shows, traveling, and working to pay for it all. Before we get started on this episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I've been up to the last month. Starting on October 15th, I went to see Made in New England. Now, you may remember, if you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, episode 38, my chat with Adriana. She is the lead singer of that band, and they did a gig. We talked about the gig on the show with Dennis Stratton, who is, of course, uh, the original one of the original guitarists for Iron Maiden. And it was a fun night. He sounded great. His guitar playing was great. He was right in front of me the whole time. They did a lot of the old stuff. Obviously, you know, the Dennis Stratton stuff, the first album stuff, it was fantastic. After he left, the band continued and did another set of post-Dennis Stratton Iron Maiden. There was another band there as well. They're called Neon Knights. They did some Judas Priest, some, some Dio, and some Black Sabbath, and that was great as well. And then the following night was Judas Priest here in Boston, and I went down there and hung out with my friends Erico, who's also been on this podcast, and my friend Lee, and we had a great time having a few beers prior to the show and then going to the show, and Queensryche was great, and Priest was great. And the next night, Monday night, we went over to Worcester to see Iron Maiden. And I went with my friend Lee again, and this time I met up with my friends Dino and Elvia, two people that I don't get to see enough of, and we had a lot of fun. And then I was supposed to go to Sabaton last Friday, but I had double booked, and I had a ticket to see Iron Maiden in Newark, New Jersey. So I flew down on Thursday to see my friend Ralph, frequent guest of this program. He lives in Long Island, New York, which isn't too far from me, so I flew down there to see him, and I was there for a couple of days. And a mutual friend of ours, Graham, was visiting from Scotland. He was here with his young son, Peter. I was only there for two days. We had a blast. This episode is a free-form chat that we had sitting at the dining room table, just shooting the breeze and talking about Maiden, and I hit play. We're talking about next uh, next year's shows and this year's shows and Maiden in general and a little of this and a little bit of that. Before we get started with that, as always, I want to thank everyone for the continued support. It is much appreciated. And with that, we are on to episode 40, my chat with Graham, Ralph, and we, Peter. You're listening to Metal Chat with Melissa on Podbean. I'm in Long Island with my friend Ralph, friend of the show. Everybody knows Ralph. He's a pretty much a mem- member of the crew by this point. Hello, everybody. And I'm here with my buddy Graham from Scotland. Hello there. And my buddy Peter, who is Graham's son. Peter, say hello. Hi. Hi. So we're going to do kind of a freeform show where we're just going to talk about a maiden. We're going to talk about the show that we saw that we're going to go see and about next year's show and some predictions about the set list. But first, we're going to talk to Peter because Peter went to his very first show, his very first Iron Maiden show, and I want him to tell everybody what he thought of the show. Come over here. Come over here and talk into the microphone. So what am I supposed to talk about? Tell him what you thought of the show. Tell him how old you are. I'm nine years old. It was like, it was like, oh, first, um, sure, it, it was good. 
Yeah? What was your favorite part? Trooper. Trooper? That was it? That's not even that question. No? You, did you like the Eddie? Did you like the Trooper Eddie? Did you like when he uh, fought Bruce? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah? Who did you think was going to win that fight? Eddie. Eddie. But no, he didn't. Bruce beat him. What did you think about the Senjutsu Eddie? It's all right. No, you didn't really like that one? No. No? No. Too much. Too much big head. You thought his head was too big? Yeah. Well, you're not wrong, right? <laughs> his head is kind of big. Is that it? Is that all you have to say about the show? Yeah. Yeah, that's all he has to say about the show. Bye. Bye. All right. So, I went to the show in Boston in, on Monday. You guys went to the show. We went out to the U, uh, UBS Arena in uh, Elmont, New York, which is uh, in Long Island near Queens. And that was Wednesday. And uh, we're going to go tomorrow, Friday, in Newark, New Jersey. Yes, we're all going. Yeah, all we're all going. That's why we're here. That's it. So, Graham came from Scotland to see the shows. So, before we talk about Iron Maiden, we all went to see Judas Priest because Judas Priest played right before Iron Maiden. In Boston, they played on Sunday, and then I went to Maiden on Monday, and you went to them on went Tuesday? Went to Priest on Tuesday, and then Maiden on Monday, on Wednesday. So let's talk about Priest for a minute. What did you guys think of the, that show? Uh, I thought they were fantastic. Um, you know, and obviously, my, high, my personal highlight was uh, Screaming for Vengeance. Yeah, mine you know, too. The fact that Halford can still you know, nail those vocals. Uh, at the, you know, age seventy plus. Yeah. Uh, so, but the whole band were—I thought they were really tight. Yeah, they Just, were. They did um, really, really good. I mean, they don't run around the stage. They don't do no, that. No, they, they don't run around. They don't. They as don't. Much as, like, Maiden you know, Maiden does. Do. Yeah. And I did notice though that that Rob kind of looked down a lot. So maybe he was reading. Oh, he definitely reads the lyrics. You know, yeah, he was he definitely like read, reading. He was down. Read, he he had his head down through a lot of the show. Yeah. But I thought they were great. They were um, wonderful, you know. Um, I thought they sounded great. It was a little disappointing that the ticket sales weren't that much. They didn't sell anything in the upper bowl. They had it all curtained oh, up. Oh, really? Oh, I but didn't know But we had um, probably about 20 of us all together, and we were all, to, you know, singing and, and screaming. And <laughs> I mean, we, we had a great, great time. And I remember walking out of there saying, man, Maiden better bring it tomorrow because Priest was absolutely uh, phenomenal. Tonight. Yeah. No, they were really good. And Queensryche opened. Was that the first time that you guys ever saw Todd? No, I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, I have too. Five or six. I, I saw t Todd with Queensryche uh, on the Verdict tour, but as I was telling Ralph and some of the guys from here, it was in a small kind of pub mm -hmm. place in Glasgow. Uh, and it only held about 800, and it wasn't even sold out that night. So it was quite an intimate gig, you know, and I, I thought Latore was just superb. Um, yeah. What, do you guys did you guys listen to the new album? What do you guys think of the new I album? Yeah, I yeah. downloaded it. Once, yeah. You know, as soon as it came out, in fact. Yeah, um, me too. Me too. So, no, I, I think he's he's the perfect fit for Queensrÿche. I think um, he is too. I no think question, that he's breathed. No he's bre much like much like Richie Faulkner. He's breathed new life yep, into I, the I, band. I, you know what I mean? Agree. I love Richie Faulkner. I do too. Yeah, he he's been a, a breath of fresh air. I I firmly believe that if he wasn't the replacement, they probably wouldn't have been going on. They well, didn't. famously, right, they were going to retire, and he said, you can't retire now, I just joined my favorite band. You, yeah, you guys right. have to go yeah. on. Because the Epitaph, too. Yeah, yeah, I saw the tour, and that was, yeah. and he was I like, no, that, we're right. not, you can't be done, yeah. you can't be done yet. So, what do you think about the whole, like, K, now KK and Les are going to play with them? Did you see that? They're going to play yeah. that? Is this the rock and roll hall Yeah, theme? which is kind of a bullshit. Um, yeah, I hate the rock and roll. I hate yeah. them too. Yeah. And this, this, uh, whatever it is, it's like a participation award or whatever it is. It's not a real. They're not really being inducted into the Hall of Fame, but they are going to get to play. I think it's three songs. 
Mm-hmm. And they're going to play with KK, and they're going to play with Les. And I, I do love me some Les Banks. Yeah. I, I think when you get um, an award like that or recognition like that, I think it's good to bring um, everybody back into the fold. Because, you know, being in a band for especially 50 years, you know, there's quite a journey right there. So, right. You know, a lot of memories, a lot of uh, stories, a lot of um, highlights, ups, downs. And I think um, to have the whole history of the band there, or as much as, as, as they can, right. I think it, it's great. No, I agree with that. I agree. And I'm glad that everybody kind of came to their senses and they invited everybody to come and, and you know, and do it, you know, better. Yeah, than I think for me, I would like to have seen Ripper Owens. I agree. Um, I mean, I think bring everybody. Yeah. You did two albums with them. Why not? And I, I think they're good albums. I know. do, too. I do, too. Um, they're heavy. They're the heavy. Album. Listen, they're the heaviest albums. Yeah, the heaviest. Was, I, I thought it was albums. So, I so one-on-one always brings me back. That's yeah. my favorite Ripper song, yeah. one-on-one. Yeah. Um, and I've been lucky, you know, they toured the United Kingdom yeah. uh, with Ripper. Uh, yeah, I saw them with Ripper as well. Both the tours. Yeah, I only saw them once with Ripper, but he was, he was very good. I remember um, being so loud. In fact, and then I've, I've seen, I saw Ripper again. Uh, he was supporting Blaze Bailey when we were in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, oh, really? So I was working down there, and, uh, you know, Blaze was playing that night, so we were going. But the support band was Ripper's solo band. Wow. So, was that billed as like the replacement singer tour? I guess so. One of the highlights that night was uh, Ripper and Blaze did uh, Rothschild together, you know, on stage together. So, yeah. I would have liked that. Yeah, that that's a good, good time. Pretty good. So, um, so yes, I would, like yeah. to see I would like to see Ripper involved too. Yeah. Again, you know, he's part of it. But history. you know what? Here's the thing: is they're doing this 50 years of metal and whatever, but they don't play any of those two songs, anything off those two albums, which is a shame. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, at least Maiden, you know, they they do play songs from the Blaze era. But you know, to, I guess you know, I totally agree 100. percent But I do like the fact that um, Priest is coming back and they're bringing. You know, um, deep tracks back. You they know, are. We saw Genocide and Steeler. I know. You know, the other night, and I that was couldn't believe they did ridiculous. Genocide. I mean, yeah. Steeler, I believe, is one of the most underrated Judas Priest songs. I mean, it is, and it just, yep. it just bangs live too. And what I do like about Priest, and and they have a little bit more leeway because of their stage show is different than Iron Maiden's, is that the last leg of the tour, which I didn't get to see because that was the tour, that was the show that was canceled in Lowell, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. But the set list is different. Yeah, so if I you saw that, that last one, yeah. you saw this one, you yeah. weren't seeing the same show. I mean, you were, weren't seeing the same songs. There's some of the same songs. Yeah, I mean, you know, anytime you could open it, you know, open up with Hellion Electric Eye over One Shot at Glory, I mean, it, it's just, uh, even though I like, I enjoyed One Shot at Glory, but I thought, you know, obviously Electric Eye is just brilliant. And yeah. It's like one of the quintessential yeah. openings in heavy metal history, I think. No, I agree. I agree. So I think they really did. They did a good job. I mean, they don't have, you know, they don't have the whole spectacle thing that Iron Maiden has. But I think they did great. And the funny thing was, I was saying to a, my friend in Boston, I was like, you know, we're going to see all these people tomorrow night. It's the same people. It's the same crowd. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, the next night in Worcester, I was like seeing people, and it was like, oh, you're. The, I remember you. You're like the same people yeah, that we yeah. saw the, the night before, because no, it's the same. It's the same people. So then, let's get to uh, Maiden. So, within Temptation, let's talk about them. Um, I've been a fan of theirs um, since I got the Black Symphony album and the, and, the, and the DVD, and I just think she's amazing vocalist. You know, Sharon's been one of my favorites ever since I got that that album, and uh, to see them kind of being on a, on a main you know, stage with uh, 
you know, with the greatest band of all time. It, it was really cool because I've only seen them one time before. You know, they don't really come to America that no, often. No, they don't. I saw so, them too one time years ago. Yeah. Like 20, I, mean, yeah, I saw them at Terminal years? 5 in, in New York City. And, again, they were great. And, I, you know, I love them. And then seeing them on, on stage with Maiden was, was wonderful. I thought she, she did an amazing job. What do you think? Yes, no, I mean, I, I saw Within Temptation on the European dates earlier in the summer. Um, and who did they play with? And, you know, the world they were supporting Maiden. Oh, oh the, they were, the, oh, legacy, okay. You know, on the European, you know, okay. part of the legacy tour. Um, you can tell they don't come here often because I thought they went, they, were, they went down better in Europe. You can tell them. Yeah, the European well, they're a European band. band, right? They're Dutch, um, I yes. believe, right? Yep. So, you know, uh, I mean, they still got, you know, a decent amount of support. They did. Now, I saw, so I saw Trivium. Well, I didn't really see Trivium. I heard Trivium. But I did notice that it seemed to me that there were more people that went in to see uh, Within Temptation than went to see Trivium. Uh, Think it was a better fit, or you know, I don't know. I, I you know, I saw Trivium. I, I saw um, Maiden in Chula Vista um, a couple of weeks ago, and and I was there to see Trivium. You know, I saw Trivium, and I, they did a great set. Um, I think the Maiden fans appreciate the singing more than the, the growls and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But Trivium, you know, he sings that. And he, he was great. You know, he was definitely, you know. And Matt Heapy is great. a yeah. huge Iron Maiden Yeah, he, he just kept huge, saying, huge, warming huge, up Iron Maiden huge. and the dream come true. Yeah, and, huge You know, he was there. definitely getting everybody pumped up. Yeah. You know, so I yeah. was excited about that. And they're just totally different, you know, two, two totally different bands. Very different, very different. And again, you know, not to sound like a jerk, but I'm glad I didn't see, you know, we didn't see, you know, family members again opening up, you know. Yeah, I, enough is enough. You know, that. really good bands and, you know, bands yeah, and, it, and, it's time, and it's time for them to give some mm-hmm. bands, yeah. some, I don't say legit bands because that's not the right word, but, you know, some other bands a shot. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that they split it like West Coast, East Coast. That you had an opportunity because let's face it, Iron Maiden fans. Most of us have seen more than one, mm-hmm. seen one more than one show. So you know, like you and I both went out west, mm-hmm. saw them out west, got to see that you know would see them with Trivium and then come back here east and see them with within Temptation. You know, which is makes it a little bit of a different show considering the fact that it's really the same show. Yeah, a hundred percent, and and two totally different bands, and and uh, I'm, I hope that. Uh, Within Temptation gets their due. I think people. I hope people go out and you know, you know, whatever they do, buy the re- buy the records or or you know, download, download whatever they do, or whatever, and yeah. really um support them because they're, they're definitely and go back on their back catalog. You know, they're so good. You know, they're really really good. Absolutely. So Ralph was on the show, as you guys probably remember, that he was on the show to talk about the conspiracy theories that we had uh, regarding what was going to happen next year, if anything was going to happen next year regarding Maiden. And as we know now, that has come to fruition. We have uh, a tour coming up, Future Past Tour, which is a Sinjitsu slash somewhere in time thing. As you can imagine, we all have tickets already. (laughs) So I'm going to Dublin, Glasgow, and Manchester, and you are going to? Amsterdam and Antwerp. And you are going to? Uh, Glasgow, uh, Leeds, Manchester, Birmingham, and then meeting up with Ralph in Amsterdam and Antwerp. I'm sure that will just be the start of it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I know. I think um, I am that Germany. I think I'm going to be in Germany yeah. as well. Yeah, I mean, you'll go. You'll, you'll go to these other days. You know, yeah. you know, I try to do that. You know, we try to do what we can, but uh, I have a job to do. I'd like to see more, you know, um, Italy dates. 
and then I would you know take my wife to see see them in Italy. She always wanted to go see Italy. So I, that's I could, a good thing. Um, company. Yeah, because right now I think it's only Milan, right? Myself happy at the same time. That yeah, because be I think good. I think it's only Milan right now. Yeah, right? but yeah, they're probably. And I didn't want to take her to that one because I didn't know any of the other bands, and you know, and I wanted to go if I'm going to go out, if I'm going to go to you know um, Europe, I want to see more than one show. Right. So that's why you know yeah you know, I, I said you know Amsterdam and Antwerp were nice and close two days apart. And right. That's nice. why I'm doing the other things, and I, like that's why I can't go to those. Because I, you know, I can, well, I can leave, work for a month, and then maybe, I don't know, we'll see, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. And then, as as you see, because now they announced Sweden, and they, you know, and they've announced the Germany shows. They have, like, four or five shows in Germany. And, you know, they're going to, obviously, more stuff is going to be added. They're doing quite a few shows in um, the U.K. They're pretty much hitting all yeah, the spots I mean, in the U.K. I would like to have seen them, you know, maybe play there's a new place in Aberdeen, for example. You know, Ralph and I, uh, we went on the, the first leg of the Legacy Tour all those years ago. Um, and it was, you know, what a great, you know, the whole day, you know. Yeah, that was, you know, that was it, a good town. A good, so good that would have been nice town. to see, you know, Aberdeen, you know. Mm. Maybe I'm just being biased. Being Is that closer to your house? Is it, are no, you close? I mean, it's further away. Um, are you closer to Glasgow? Yeah, but half an hour in the car, you know. But we'll take the train that day. Uh, in fact, there's eight of us going to the Glasgow show, and it's uh, quite a few of my friends that are not Maiden's biggest fans, but we all went to school together. You know, we all really? like rock music. You know, because of this type, you know, this tour playing stuff from somewhere in time. You know, it's bringing a lot of people out of the work. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I got a bunch of people in Glasgow as well. It's going to be crazy. Manchester is going to be mental. I just everybody that I know is going to Manchester. Um, so let's talk about set list. You got predictions? Well, I heard that somebody. I'm not going to name names, but I heard somebody has a set list on their phone. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you go and t- why don't you go first and tell us your predictions of or, or maybe it's not a prediction. Maybe it's just a wish list. I don't. Not really sure. Oh, it's more of a wish list, but it's also from. Seeing it away back in 1986 as yeah. a 16-year-old. All of us, right? Oh, you yeah. saw the yeah, show as yeah. well. I saw the yeah. show. So, you know, I mean, what better concert opener than, you know, caught somewhere oh, in time? I agree with you 100%. You hear that booming through the speakers, this, that opening riff. Yeah. You know, that sends chills down your spine already. I'm that was my first definitely. ever maiden road trip. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah. where, where was that? It was um, the first show of the tour that year was in Hampton, Virginia. And then they played Largo, Maryland the next day. And then I think I went home. And then we did Philly. We did um, Jersey. We did New York. So I saw that show five times. And then they came back in October and did The Garden. So that was, uh, so I, I think I, that was the first, you know, when I, I got the bug to go on road to go, to go around And I used to have to call up, you know, the record company. Right. And ask them for the PR. Say, oh, could you please give me the uh, Iron Maiden tour itinerary? And that's how, at the time... You, you got the dates. That was the only first. way that you could, that yeah. you knew, unless you had, like, people in other cities, mm-hmm. which is how I was, because I was in Florida, and I would know people in, you know, Massachusetts, obviously, and, you know, they would know about Rhode Island, and they would, you know, maybe know about New York, but that was how you did it, because it wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. And you're and like, a, this young guy, you know, I think I was, like, maybe 17 at the time, 18, and just calling up, asking all these questions, and then they would pick, oh, I have no idea, and then they'd just pass me along until finally someone, you know, gave me the, the dates, and I said, oh, we got to have to Virginia, I could do that. We rented a car, and we drove down there, and it was amazing. That is, that you know, is that great. That Blade Runner theme. Yeah. Time, you know? 
I mean, Absolutely. Ralph and I were discussing yesterday, you know, for that song, will Bruce have the jacket on again? Or <laughs> a new version of that he jacket? Would have to, I, well, I, I wouldn't say you maybe need a new version of that jacket, although he's in much better shape than I am. I mean, I couldn't wear anything from 1986 anymore, but he might be able to. He's in pretty good shape. Well, that jacket was, like, supposedly was, like, 35 pounds or something like that. So I, yeah. I think they're going to have to modernize they it might, They might slim it. They might trim it in. They might... Uh, Revise it, you know, whatever. I mean, with, with technology now, they could probably make they it could, a bigger uh, and better version. Yeah. And we all know that Bruce loves his props and his toys. Well, so, so I, I'm <laughs> guessing that he's going to wear that yeah. because, you know, or um, some something of that nature. If you've seen the, the advert for the tour on YouTube and Facebook and all these things, you know, there's a, there's a theory going around that they'll play five songs from... Right, because, well, yeah, because they've got five and five, five right? Five and five. <laughs> you know, this, the football school that's scrolling mm-hmm. along. Yep. So... I mean, I, you know, my five from Somewhere in Time were caught Somewhere in Time, Sea of Madness, Stranger in a Strange Land, Heaven Can Wait, and Alexander the Great. I haven't put Wasted Years in because they played it, obviously, on the Book of Souls right. tour, and that was why I'd left that, that one out. Okay. Um, but I think most people would like to see Wasted Years in there. Um, yeah, but, we, you know, we've seen it. I mean, I... W- I like Wasted Years, but I would rather, I mean, if you're going to do Sea of Madness as opposed to Wasted Years, yeah. I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Do you feel like this tour is for us? It's not for the casuals, the normals, or whatever. It's more for the maiden. You know, I, I, I think it's, it's because Rod Smallwood always regretted not filming that tour. Yeah. And that was a, an amazing tour to it film. Was. You know, and they didn't do I don't it. know how they, how they managed yeah. to... I but at the time, happened. it wasn't, like, yeah. so prevalent and, yeah. and so important. And uh, it wasn't <coughs> undertaken, you know, to make it, you know, this video, you know, VHS tape right. and everything. So I think that's the major impetus behind it, that there's no record of it, and they would like to give their new fans right. a, a glimpse of, you know, a special tour. So what are your five Sinjutsu songs? So off of Sinjutsu, uh, I had Time Machine, which I just think would work yes. wonderful live. And I think the band have even said that. You know, Not only that, but it kind of goes yeah, with the theme, past, well, right? Absolutely. You know, so it would work. You know, with the whole idea, the song "Days of Future Past," you know, which is you, they'll have to do that because it's face. future past. Yeah. Um, now it was "Death of the Celts," but I think they would probably end up going with the parchment. Uh, the, the band will probably end up because I know Nico said he loves playing it. He does. Bruce yeah. was on a radio show when the album first came out in the UK, and he had to pick three songs to play. And he, he picked the parchment was one of them. Um, my personal favourite, you know, off Sinjutsu would be Hell on Earth. Yeah, I would mine too. love to see that song. Me live. too. And I think they might even keep writing on the wall. Yeah, and that went over really well. Yeah. Listen, uh, can we just talk for a minute I about agree, the fact that that went over really, really? I thought that went over really, really well. Yeah. Well, I think I, they're definitely going to keep that in there. I mean, I reviewed it last night. Of, you know, just a bit of the, the song. You know, from the arena last night. And you can hear the crowd. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, thing. I think it went over really, yeah. really well. Um, really well. And then when we saw it in Barcelona, <laughs> you know, in the summer, uh, the, to see a, a, you know, a, almost a capacity-filled football stadium, you know, singing right on the wall. But, you know, you even know, when we were, so we all three went to download. Yeah. And even download, which was back in June... Everybody was singing right now on the wall. 100%. Everybody knew the song. 100%. Everybody knew the song. And even to be, I went to Belfast, and where I was standing, everybody knew all three of the of those songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. So anyway, that was, you know, off of 
Sinjutsu and caught some of in time and then I just threw in my own kind of what I would like to see and just from things I've heard some of the bands say right. Look, right. Bruce, Bruce you know last year was saying they would love to do Killers again he would love to do okay deeper cuts like Prodigal Son oh you know? my god I would love Prodigal Son um, oh I, I my god I would, never, I would never play that lose my shit. Um, <laughs> but you know Killers you know would be a storm of life Mothers in the Rue Morgue. I mean, that would be something yeah. to see. Uh, although they did that in 2005. I was just going to say, they've done that. They've done, they have done um, But I'm afraid that they're going to bring child. back... You know, I always call Wrath Child that safe, that safe yeah. song. Under the, for the sin. The safe ball song. Yeah. No, yeah. You know, and I mean, then there's the way. whole thing about, you know, do they have they have to do Hallow Trooper Run, right? Those are the three that they kind of like... I'm not, I think I would... Run to the I hills, they, they could... Get rid of us. I, yeah, I, I mean, mean, to me, yes. But they have to do the other three, I think. I as think much as we've seen them, you know, I've seen them a million times, and they, I've always heard those songs. Right. Um, um, well, you know, in 1986, they didn't play any songs off of Peace of Mind. No, no. So, I know. know. Are, we gonna see, uh, are they going to, you know, you know, stick with that? And, and we're not going to see the trooper, you know? That's true. You never That's know. That's true. I mean, I, I think because of the obviously the, the legalities involving Hallowed Be Dying. Right, that's why we didn't the, see it on book. You know, but they've got it back now, and it, and it works so well. But here's the thing is, here's, here's my question, though. Here's the other thing is, right, yeah. kind of the elephant in the room is, if they do Hallowed, right, and then they do Parchment, and they do, like, they do Hello North, they do the longer songs, I mean, something's got to give, because, you know, I mean, I'd be happy with a three-hour set, but, you know, like, they have a, so many long songs, mm-hmm. especially on this album, this new album. And if they're going to do Alexander the Great, don't they have to do it now? Like, this is this it. This is the only this time. Is this, is this, is this is the only this time it's going to happen. And, and, you know, like, this is, you know, every, you know, we were walking back to the car yesterday after we got off the train. And we, we're running, we walk into, with these other guys going to their car. And they brought up Alexander the Great again. These are people, total strangers. And they were like, they have to, you know, when we start talking about the tour, and they said, they have to play They have to do it. I mean, it's universal. You know what's funny is, I was looking at, like, so they're announcing dates. I was waiting to see them announce a a show in Greece. And I'm telling you that if they announce a show in Greece, and, like, the first show pops off, and they do Alexander the Great, you are never going to be able to get tickets for that Greek show. Everybody and his mother... Everybody, his mother, are you kidding me? Everybody is going to that show. Yeah, no, I mean, I would, uh, I mean, I would like to see it anywhere. Whether it I would like to see it anywhere, Athens, but if you see, if you know, see it in Athens, like, but, you know. Yeah. But, but you do bring up a good point about, you know, the parchment being so long, and then Alexander the Great and Hallowed and Hell on Earth, you know. I mean, yeah, those, those are all long songs. Twelve songs, you know, so they, they have... If they were cut out from me, right. somewhere in time is what seven yeah. minutes, eight minutes. Yeah, and you, you know, and I think I think I think I think you have to open up with that. You definitely, have to, but you also have to do Days of Future Past because it's in the name of the tour. So those are two songs that I think they kind of have to do. I think they're going to definitely do Writing on the Wall. Writing on the Wall is a short song. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's you know, it's an in and out, right? Sadly, I think you know, Revelations is. No more, which yeah. is my favorite. But I think they, they I think they're gonna do like you think they're gonna do like a Senjutsu part and then they're gonna do the somewhere in time part and then they're gonna do the encore part, right? I hope not, to be honest with you. I, I want it to be just a, a concert. I don't think you it's know, gonna I, be seamless though, because you do too many there's too much shit going on. Yeah. 
right? Because even like yeah. even even this tour, right? You get the sinjutsu, and then they have the motorcycle. The guy and the motorcycle runs off, or whatever. You hit the back. You know, they're moving stuff around, and they come back, right, with the different backdrop of the different everything. So I don't know that they would do. I don't know that they would mix it in. That's a good point. Yeah. I just don't know. With they're so big on the whole the whole package of the show, mm-hmm. the whole the costume changes and the props and the backdrops and the everything else. You know, it's not like when you go see a show, you know, in a club and they have their you know their they have their sign that says their name, you know, and that you know Queen's Reich, right? Just said Queen's Reich, and that was it, and they could have done whatever because it was yeah. no there was no props, there was no nothing they could mix and match where Maiden it's more rigid and so everything is sort of produced choreographed you know the way it's all worked you know and the production is over the last 10-15 years the productions are getting bigger right Uh, but that's what I'm saying is if you're going to do that then you have to plan we're going to do this song this song this song this song we're going to switch it up even last year last year they did the same thing they had the three parts yeah, I, and I love that. Last I did year. too, I but did I don't too. think they. You know, I would hope they didn't, they don't feel that they have to do it every every tour now. But you know, that does make sense what you're saying. I didn't think of it that way. You know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't think they'll do. You know, the court somewhere in time part will be like the inside of the spaceship thing again. You know, I mean, it could. You know, this. Other people have said it could be like a futuristic city. You know, right? That, like in the you know in the far east, so you could cover off your. You know, maybe if they could Sinjutsu <laughs> world in your, you know, futuristic space world. So you know, I mean, there's, you know, maybe they'll they'll, uh, they'll they'll push the boat out anyway. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, well, I'm sure that they will. So and what are And they'll probably nail it too. Oh, yes. absolutely. Oh. Well, we know that. We know that. So what do you think, uh, Ralph? As far as um, songs that you want to hear or that you think they're going to play? Um, well, I definitely I I would love to see you know Quote Somewhere in Time opener, Into Sea of Madness. Then I would like to see maybe Writing on the Wall, third song. And then um, come back with like a Wasted Years, get the crowd into it, kind of like they did with our Revelations, right. you know, this yep. tour. And then, um, then they could play like one of the longer songs, you know, like a Hell on Earth or, you know, if they're going to do with a parchment, you know, that, that would be a good time to do it. And then, you know, obviously I, I would love to see um, Alexander the Great. That's a definite... But I'm just excited. I'm also excited to see the opener again. I love Court Somewhere in Time. Yeah, me too. Well, and I, I really I actually like that song better than Alexander the Great, to be honest yeah, with you. Me but too. I just never saw my, Actually, my, my, favorite, my favorite song is Stranger in a Strange Land of that album. So yeah, I would love to hear that. But that and, might yeah, just I mean, switch with Wasted Years. I mean, they might, not, they might not play six songs off that album. They might only play five. Right. And then they're going to have to, I think. I, would, I mean, I would like them to cut. I think I would like them to cut Wasted Years because we've seen them do Wasted yeah. Years. And it's the hit, so, so you know, like do, you know, I, but and it's I, not going to be people like us. That, see, that's, see, that's, see, that's where the problem is because yeah. that's where you get fear of the dark. Yeah, which I like fear of the dark. And it's great love every night, but I'm the same when I'm done with it. But, but it's every time, every night I'm singing it. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm singing it too. Blood Brothers is the same yeah. thing. I'm singing it too, but you know, ideally, but you know, they, like they, they're not doing this tour. Is it for the diehards? It's for everybody, which includes casuals. Well, just look, look what happened last night. You know, Graham brought his nine-year-old son first show. He loved Trooper. Right. He loved Fear of the Dark. He loved Run to the Hills. You know, and that's that is a normal you know situation that we that in that arena it's probably. 3,000 of the people are just like that. Oh, absolutely. At least 3,000. I mean, because you know all of us here have seen them do rhyme, right? Yeah. So you know, you watch, 
you can watch who's checking out, who's going to the bathroom, who's going to get a beer, who's, you know, not really into it. The people who are, you know, who are waiting for Trooper or waiting for... Like when they brought Red in, Red in the Black, that was the same thing. You, you, you know, you saw... You, you saw people just leaving in flocks. And I know? love that song. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't love that I song. Leave, no. but well, I don't leave. That's, yeah. They can... Whatever. 100%. There are certain songs that people are going to leave. And right. But the same thing, I remember I remember uh, Rhyme. People were like, oh, this is long and boring. I don't, you know. If they're going to, that's my concern because that's sort of thinking, if they're sitting around the table and they're thinking about this, they're thinking, all right, so we're going to have people that are going to, you know, check out. Do we want them to check out four times, though, with like four yeah. long songs? I mean, the parchment's tough for me, to be honest with you. That's going to be a tough one for me to sit through. If I know what's in the set, that might be when I plan my, my bathroom break, to be honest with you. You know, I don't know. I, you know I'm just kind of being a knucklehead right now. But, you know, you know, but like I'm a Maiden fanatic. My friends, however, you know, a couple of them are. And then the other guys love metal concerts. They love Maiden. They love, like, the social aspect. Because when we go to a show around here, there's 40 of us. Right. So it's always a great time. But they don't want to hear long song after right. long song after long song. That, that's it. I mean, you know, the three of us are on a different yeah. level, right? We're a different level. I mean, if you bring your wife or whatever, you know, they're going to be like, really? I mean, I don't know how Maureen's going to feel. No, like exactly. You might say really like, twice. Really? She's going to be. Really? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, and, I, and and you bring up a very good point about children, because a lot of people bring in their kids. Yeah, I mean, in case you know, point, there was a lot of kids yesterday. Behind, behind us, there was an 8-year-old and a, uh, an 11-year-old with the father. Yep, uh, and when I went to Denver, my friend Matt yeah. brought his son, six years old, and he, he took him to the bathroom. And it's funny because Matt is a diehard, <laughs> and he picked Fear of the Dark to take the kid to the bathroom because really? he was like, he, he, he was done hearing it. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you want to go to the bathroom? Well, now's the time to go to the bathroom. But you know what, too? Like, Bruce loves singing that song. Oh, or he, it appears that he loves He does. It. He mean, gets he off really, on it. Really, really. Yeah. I mean, I think because there's audience participation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, it's sort of the same thing with Hallowed, you know what I mean? Yeah. You sort of, he gets that. And I understand you that. Know, Hallowed was missed. You know, ridiculously missed yeah. when they didn't play it the second Absolutely. leg of uh, Book of Souls. Oh right, Absolutely. It, it was missed. Like even though like, we wow. did get wasted years, but they, yeah. but it was missed. And Children of the Damned, which I do love me some Children of the Damned. But they, you know, Children of the Damned was always in the set. <laughs> yeah, you know, the whole tour. <laughs> but we got, we got, um, what did we get? The Great Unknown. Oh yeah, right. The Great Unknown, and um, but then they swapped that out with Red and Black. They with the Red and Black, Black, yeah. Because yeah. I saw, I saw them do. I saw yeah. both them, both mm-hmm. times, them do Great Unknown and Red and the Black. And I like the Great Unknown, but I like the Red and the Black. Yeah, I like Red and Black better, definitely. But again, I I'm, wouldn't want to see those songs ever again, either, in the set. No, well, I, mean, I, probably don't, yeah, I, mean, I don't think Red and the Black, you know, would ever get... Yeah. Uh, I, no, I, I mean, I think I there's some, there's some, but there's I do, some I think songs. For the, for the greater good of God, it blows both of those songs away. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, they took that out, yeah. and that's a bummer. I'm Wicker Man. I love Wicker Man. That's one of my favorite songs I was, ever. Me one of my too. Favorite songs ever. That's, on my, that's on my top ten, and I was bummed that they, yeah, they asked for that. Because I, I, I couldn't maybe say goodbye to, like, Blood Brothers for Wicker Man. I'm glad. Uh, you know what? I'm glad they brought Blood Brothers back. This leg of the tour only because of what we went through the last two years. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, it's and I get, I get that. I get that. Yeah. And um, it really, 
and you know having like Graham and we always since the day we met we always called each other blood brothers and my buddy Pete and yep. and my buddy Jim and, and you know we we're blood brothers forever you know so that song is a special meaning for us when we're all right. together and now you we call yep. you our blood, blood sister, sister you know? yeah so absolutely um, no it is it so is I thought it was a, amazing they probably won't put it ever again maybe you know depending you know it's not a staple but I'm glad they did bring it back to Slag of the Talk I mean I think you also have to look at the age, you know, like Nicole McBrain, you know, so you've, you've got to watch so the, here's pace, the, other the pacing of the set, right. so that, you know, because Caught Somewhere in Time isn't a slow song, Tiffany no, Wait is no, not, you no. know, I mean, a lot of these And I mean, songs. if you're playing like, you know, Helen or the Partridge Long yeah. song, man, I mean, you, um, I get tired jumping around, yeah. and I'm just jumping around, I'm not like playing it, but that's the other thing, so... It's very adventurous for them to plan this tour for next year because, let's face it, they keep adding more and more dates. They'll probably be in North America next fall. Probably the same time. And, you know, so then that begs the question is, you know, now next year, Nico's 72, you know. And it's not like they need the money, you know. I no, mean, no, no, so, no, no. Um, that's, but, you know, Nico still was... He's still the last guy on the stage, and he's still smiling. Oh, yeah, he smiling loves it. And he he's loves amazing. It. He loved it. So, um, I mean, he's got his side project that he does, you yeah. know, his own little band. Right, um, and he's got his rib joint. And he's got that. And, uh, in fact, there's a, a, a YouTube video of Nico talking to the audience at one of these things down at Rock and Roll Ribs or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And he said that he phoned Steve Harris to say that, that his, his band were going to be doing Alexander the Great, and Harris told him a new, a new one as they say, and said, you know the rules, Nick, that you do not play any songs that the band hasn't played themselves yet. So he was banned from doing Alexander the Great with his... So so that means I think that's why we're going to get it next year. I hope that that's why we're going to get it next year. There's a myriad of reasons why we're going to get it next year, I think. One can only hope. I mean, do you you think that this is going to be their last big tour? No. I still think they've got another album in them. I do too. I think there's another I album do too. to be had, and it's how how you work that out, <laughs> you know. So uh, I hope there's another album in them. Yeah. I just think this is just a re- retrospective, mm-hmm. you know. Well, they do that, right? Because yeah. we were talking about this earlier. Ralph and I were talking about this earlier about how this would have been in normal world the Sinjitsu tour. Yes. This wouldn't have, legacy would have been all done, and they would have moved on, and this would have been legacy. I mean, this would have been Sinjitsu. Indeed. Yep. So next year they're going to do their retrospective thing, and because Senjutsu kind of didn't get a proper tour, it's kind of getting like a half a tour this year, a half a tour next year, right? Because it didn't really get its okay. own. I, I well, that's, that's fine. Okay. That's fine too. You know, but I, I mean, but I think that that's why because they <laughs> because they didn't get it didn't get its own proper tour. They're kind of like yeah. I mean, Harris, Harris has said that. You know, they, they probably won't be playing, you know, the EPC said the three songs that they're, they're doing just now. You know, so that obviously puts a writing on the wall theory, you know, yeah. to bed. That but I also the think that, not going to be doing those songs. I also think, though, they've got a plan, but then after this tour is over, they sit down, they have a meeting, and they talk about how things went over. They pay attention. You don't think Rod pays attention? He sees... He sees you singing, he sees yeah. who's dancing, he sees who's going to the bathroom, who's going to the march, who's doing, right? So, he's got the algorithm. So, I think they can say whatever they like. After this tour is over, they sit down, they have a powwow, and they say, and Rod comes with his, all his stats and says, you know, 
we're going to keep writing on the wall because it did all of this. It did all this. Because it's this, 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 and this. You know, where he can, because, as you recall, or may not recall, Rod did not, Rod's the one that pulled the plug on Rhyme because he was watching people leave and he didn't like it. And he didn't want them playing Rhyme anymore because he thought it was a buzzkill and he thought it was sending people to the bathroom or to the, to the, Bar. Well, I agree. I agree. But he's but he's a businessman, right? So he, that's what he's doing. So he's watching this, and he's he's crunching the numbers, and he's saying, "This is why, you know, this is this isn't going over that well because." And that was the same thing that happened with the Great Unknown, right? That wasn't going over well, so they pulled it. So I think that they have a plan in place, but I think that it's 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 malleable in the sense that they're going to come back. They're going to do a post-mortem after this tour and see, you know, see what worked and what didn't work. I mean, if you've seen any of the, the documentaries that, that they've made, you know, obviously Flight 6, right. 6 and then the stuff after that. Maiden have always said they have a five-year plan and they worked to that. Oh, absolutely. And worked to that. I know the, the, the COVID thing has, you know, caused a lot of things to change or um, be brought forward or cancelled, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think Maiden will have that plan, you know. And I know just by all the stuff you see online that set lists are picked. Rod has a big input into the set Oh, list. he does. In fact, the legacy, the first leg of the legacy tour, the statement was that it was Bruce and Rod and Steve absolutely signed off on it. But that um, they were the ones that put that, that they're the put ones that, that put it list. together. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think that there's a plan. But then if they look at it and they say like, okay, so we originally not going to play these first three. We're going to play those first three songs. But then writing on the wall went over really well. We keep it in. I don't know. No, I agree. I, so I, if you, I, I love writing on the wall. If and you it's do, a country thing as well. Don't you think? They would be watching to see how well some of these Sinjutsu songs go down in the USA, for example. Right. In a football stadium in Europe, it, it might be slightly different, you know. So, yeah, you know. Absolutely, because you've got the festivals, you've yeah. got the football stadiums, you've got the, you know, you've got the, the whole... Yeah. That was one of the things that uh, Ram and I were talking, <coughs> getting excited for the show yesterday. was like, this is the first time that we're actually seeing this show, this leg of the tour, in the, indoors. Mm. So and that's and, and it that's was right. We, it came, I think it was better. I, well, listen. I happen to. I, I have it. a thing about. I'm not against seeing Maiden outside. I prefer to see Maiden inside for whatever reason. They just mm-hmm. it goes off better for yeah. me inside. Not, Even well, like if I go and see them in Great Woods in yeah. Boston, it's the same thing. I, I just prefer to see them indoors. Yeah. I mean, the sound last night at Belmont. You know, I know it's a new arena. And that Maiden have got a really good sound guy now, right? They've nailed that since Book of Souls, uh, or the second leg of the Book of Souls tour. It worked. I mean, the big thing Ralph and I were talking about is I think Sinjitsu works indoors, you know, just the way the, the drums kick in and Maiden just yep. walk on, slap you about the head, you know, just hear, listen, away they go. Yeah. Whereas, this the other thing, I mean, a festival is a totally different, it's a totally different animal, I think. It's just totally it's different. It's a lot more social. I think in in the stadiums like that where you're getting together, you you're able to run around a little bit, you know, and yeah. a lot of hugging. Yeah, well, <laughs> well not, you know, I mean, like by the, when we by the time we saw them, right, by the time they come on download, we'd been there all day, yeah, drinking, watching other bands, ba 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 ba. Not that we weren't yeah, yeah. totally into the maiden, but 
it wasn't, they were obviously the highlight and the focal point, but it's different when you're just going just to see Maiden and, you know, maybe an opening mm-hmm. band, yeah. you know, as opposed to an all day, yeah. all day affair mm-hmm. of other things. Going stage to stage, you know, right. Sports, you right. Back. So I think that it's, a, it's just a different, it's a different thing. I don't know that I really love seeing them in they were outstanding. Setting. They were. I mean, they Last were outstanding. Night was ridiculous. Well, that yeah. The crowd was ridiculous. They were. I mean. Same thing. Same it thing was in amazing. Boston. And even in Denver. Jam packed. The place was. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> But you know, Bruce, he steps up his game. You know, and he's the consummate professional. Mm-hmm. The whole band are right. But when Bruce is enjoying himself, you know, he talks a lot more to the crowd. He interacts with the crowd a lot more. And, uh, you know, it takes... But even, like, so, uh, everybody saw this online, Worcester, I went to the show in Mm -hmm. Worcester, and Aces High, the Spitfire came out, and it was not that great, because it didn't blow up all the way, and it was kind (laughs) of wimpy, and whatever, (laughs) it was kind of funny. Their Spinal Tap moment, as everybody's called it. What I love about Maiden is, they're so professional, that they're just kind of like, they don't take it themselves too seriously. Yeah. Bruce handled it beautifully. Uh, if you you can go online and see it on the YouTube video, but he handled it beautifully, and you know it didn't take away anything from the show. If anything, it just was like comedy. You know what I mean? It was just like a, a laughable moment or whatever that they don't take. I mean, they take their business seriously, but they don't take the whole. You know, they don't take it. They you know he's he's realistic enough to know this is a blob Spitfire. <laughs> well, it's like the famous story from the original somewhere. In, yes. And you know, I she <laughs> about the middle you know, the, the inflatable yeah. hands you know, that didn't go up <laughs> it was, it was yeah. giving the middle finger to the audience. <laughs> you know. I bet the thing is will we see those hands again? Will we see Nico's jump kit rising, you know, thirty feet in the air? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But that, and that, but that goes. That's what I. That's what I love about li- live music because you, know, you just have to. You just have to go with it. It's not. There's no. Oh, we can't play because we don't have our laptops. You know, they just. You know, he didn't go. Yeah, well, I can't true. play. I can't play Aces High because I don't have my Blob Spitfire. <laughs> you know, he no, just played the song. <laughs> what band was that with the laptops? Oh, um, Falling in Reverse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that much about. I don't them. know much about him either, but. You know, I always think, you know, like, that's your job, your responsibility yeah. to play for those people that bought the tickets to see you, and you got to find a way. I, well, you know? and, 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 and listen, we do live in an age where, people, we, you know, bands need those laptops, yeah, you right, know, right. made and had the backtracks in between songs to move the sets around, so you do need that, but to cancel a show... I, I don't get it. No. I don't and get I, it. And, and, you know, we were just talking earlier about Accept, right? So Mark Ternillo, um has vocal issues, and he's not able to, to, to play or sing with um, Accept. So they did a show. I forgot where it was. Um, Pennsylvania, I want to say. And he couldn't play. And the, the band still went on. They did, they did a shorter set. And the bass player got up and sang. And I think the drummer sang one song or whatever. It wasn't ideal, but they tried and they made it work. You know what I mean? They weren't they weren't like, oh well, we can't do this. And now um, Jason McMaster from Dangerous Toys is going to do the next show, I think, here in New York. Yeah. I mean, tomorrow you figure it out. You figure it out. If you're a professional, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pivot all day, every day at my job. That's mm-hmm. what I do. I, so I just I don't have any time for. And, and and I'm fine with like laptops or synthesizers or whatever. We saw Kiss, and we yeah. all know what's going on there. You know, we we do. But like, 
it was a, it was really lame. I thought it was really lame. I'm not a big fan of that. I mean, I don't know that band. Yeah, me neither. So, uh, you know, I'm not here to dump on them, but I, I, I really appreciate the fact that you have bands like Accept that whatever whatever life mm-hmm. throws at you, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And Maiden is the same way, and, and Priest is the same way yeah. as well. I mean, I, I always pride myself when people ask about Maiden, and I always say, they're just a professional, amazing professional rock band. Right. They go on every night at the same time. They're not stumbling around drunk. They don't, you know, gratuitously curse or whatever, you know, right. whatever, you know. I mean, they're just professional, you know, and that's just another reason why you love them. Absolutely. You know, they're not going to be punching each other and, and doing it, you know. They're wonderful. We have some people coming in. <laughs> it's okay. Just like just like rock and roll, right? Just like gotta, rock and roll, you gotta you improvise. Know, so you gotta improvise. It, 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 actually, we, we'll probably just wrap this up. But I'll edit this when I get home. But thanks, guys, for talking to me. Absolutely. We, so funny thing is, so we were all at download. We came back to the hotel and we spent like three hours talking about the show. But I forgot to hit record because. I had a few beers. <laughs> and a few wines. <laughs> and a few wines. A few bottles of wine. They kept coming out like well, bottles of wine. And the, and the funny thing about that was the guy, the, that bartender was like, we kept ordering beers though, but they were like, I got this wine from my room. Why? <laughs> I was like, what? The, the maiden, the maiden Malbec experience. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So that's what you've got to do. I had it. La- I had it last night until six thirty this morning. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, we saw daylight coming up this morning. My Scottish friend is a maniac. <laughs> he does not sleep. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. You went to bed at six thirty. I was at work. I had already been at work at since five thirty. So I was at work when you were uh, tucked in. But it was fun. Was it is fun. fun, and that's that's the whole that's the whole point of yeah. Maiden and making friends and being able to go and see your shows with your yeah. friends, see your favorite band with yeah. some of your favorite people. Nothing and better in the world. Ralph just celebrated an anniversary. You want to tell everybody about your anniversary? Oh, well, I I think it was last night was like eight, show eight, number 80, Iron Maiden. I got definitely got to go back and um, check the math, but it's, it's definitely right there. You know, we were talking about it and... Uh, but we on the list is going to 50. Our yep. Our 50th show is tomorrow. My 50th so we're show is tomorrow night. That's an excuse for the bottle of wine. So, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got 66? 66 so far. So I was, 70 will be Manchester next year. I was hopefully. teasing. I was talking out to Fergal from Feckin' Metal about your 80th. And I said, I've, I've, I've only got 50. I feel like a poser. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the amazing thing is... You know, and we all say that it doesn't matter if it's your first show That's right. or your 100th show. You know, if you're part of the Maiden family, you're part of the Maiden family. Absolutely. Um, and guys were saying that to him last night. That's it. Welcome that's to it. Maiden that's family. it. That's it. And, uh, and that's what keeps us coming Matt's back. Son, and, and Matt's you know, son, Lucas, was there. And, uh, he, same thing. You know, as many shows as we do. Doctor, doctor, still gives me goosebumps from, me from my toes too. to my head. Me too. Isn't that, it isn't that on, like a weirdest it's, thing? It's, there's no other place and, in the world I'd rather be. And if I'm like in a seat, because sometimes I'm, I like to be on the floor. If I'm in a seat, I'm up, and I tell the people around me, doctor, doctor comes on. I'm out of my seat, and I'm not sitting down through the whole show. So you're gonna have to like work around me. 
because, and I'm that person that's singing Dr. Doctor and yeah, getting into, exactly. I'm like, I'm already, Absolutely. the show started for me. As far as I'm concerned, once Dr. Doctor goes, oh, 100%. Yep. the I show starts. The crowd really sing it. Yeah. The, the crowd are belt and belt. Oh, God, crowd. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so when I was in Worcester, you know, I was down on the floor, and we were all, you know. When I was in Denver, there was a, I was in a seat, and it was mixed. It's because they're too stoned in Denver. Just <laughs> <laughs> for the heat. <laughs> and I love that they, they play the live Strangers of the Night, Dr. Doctor. That's the, that's the Strangers of the Night is the greatest live album. It is. It is. Time. And that, and that version is the yeah. quintessential version. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Absolutely. the version. What other version are you going to play? Yeah. You know, like, you know, it's, it's funny because doc, the live version of Dr. Doctor reminds me very much of the live version of Fear of the Dark, right? Because nobody wants to hear the studio version of Fear of the Dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, just going on a sidetrack, we were talking about this yesterday, the guitar synths, because caught some, you know, somebody That's right. with these guitar synths. You, know, you can't play heavy Adrian metal on synths. Yeah. Oh. Will bring them back? Or are they you know, going to just... That's, you know, that's a great question. Yeah. I'd love to see Adrian more involved. Yeah. Well, you know, like I, but last he, night I felt like he, you know, it was all Yannick and Dave. What's always Yannick is everywhere. He's yeah. all over the stage. But to your point, you make a very good point, And Adrian has a lot on somewhere in time, right? He he was heavily involved somewhere in time. So yeah. I mean, I think that that's kind of like the opportunity for him to sort of shine. And sort of step up. Sounds good. Absolutely. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it anyway. <laughs> Me too. All right, I'm shutting this off. Okay, right. And then that. we'll drink some wine. I'm having a cup of tea. A cup of tea. A cup of tea. I'm going to put some honey in there. Come on. Let's see how Peter is. Oh, God. My son, ask for thyself another kingdom. For that which I leave is too small.